like the contouring happening right now on my body. And by contouring, I mean I have one tiny light on in this trailer because I'm conserving battery. And that one tiny light you know, is only lighting up, you know, about 10% of my arm. You know, I think I did see that on the Kim Kardashian app. That exact advice on how to contour your entire body. Just one light. Be in a trailer and use one really small light to light your entire body. It's amazing. I guess that was my attempt to do a Kim Kardashian voice. I mean, I've never heard her voice, so it worked for me. This is the Two Girls Talking Podcast. That's not even what you're supposed to say. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. What are you saying? You've never heard her voice? No, there's a chance I might have heard her crying, but I think I've just heard people imitating her crying. Interesting. From that gif where she's crying, where she's like, ah, yeah. ah. am I doing it? Yeah, <laughs> sort of. One of her sisters had a cell phone case that was her crying and was using it in one of the scenes, and I thought it was really funny. You were like, ah, so we all do have the same humor. They're mean to each other in ways that I think are really funny, they're, which everyone else thinks are funny, too, which is why they're but, hugely Well, that's what sisters do, right? That's everything. I I don't have any sisters. So everything yes. I've learned is that sisters are just total assholes to each other, like, 24-7. Basically. Um, my sisters were on a big group thread that has been getting a lot more action lately than usual. And one of my sisters photoshopped another sister's face into a bunch of different... Um, Teletubbies. I don't know if you can see this. Oh, wow. And because her name's Laura, and I guess one of the Teletubbies' names is Lala. Yes. <laughs> and I've, so, I have yeah. seen the Teletubbies. I couldn't tell you what Kim Kardashian sounds like, but I could tell you all about Lala. Um, one of my other sisters became immediately excited by how much interaction was going on in this group thread and started sending us links to her YouTube where she's been making songs. Is so. this your youngest sister? it is the blatant self-promotion gave it away i know i was amazed i was like wow we're talking for five minutes and all of a sudden it's like hit me up on soundcloud okay the youngest child they gotta they gotta pull out all those growth hack tricks you know that's like but like when you're the youngest child like that's your whole life is growth hacking today is national sibling day so yeah my feet has been blowing up Mm-hmm. everyone's using it as an excuse to post um oh my gosh these photos of me can't believe like so th- throwback thursday i look cute oh, you know. oh see the see difference between your la feed and my you know old lady feed all of my picture all of mine no one even comments on themselves they're just excited they're like sorry sibs for the pics but aww. And it's always, and everyone looks epic. And they're like, and they're Mm -hmm. like baby pictures. Oh yeah, no, these are all extremely little pictures. I have an important question. Yes. How how long does it take people to pull together like pics like that for a collage when they like see that a hashtag is happening and they're like, bam, boom, here's three pictures from my childhood. It would take me forever. I take a thousand pictures a month. And like, I don't like how, how do you find the childhood pictures? Are people really good at photo management? Are they tagging this shit? How do you find it? What are they doing? I, 
have no idea. I bet they're just going on. I bet someone at some point has uploaded it to Facebook and tagged each other in it. So then you go, oh, I bet I bet that picture of us is on, you know, Jane's Facebook or whatever. So then you just go and look for it and there. And then what, you screenshot it to put it into your collage? Yeah, you just, like, save it to your phone. Or that. I mean, sometimes you can't save it, though, if someone else uploaded it. Oh, well, yeah, then you just screenshot it, I guess. I don't know. I feel like a lot of these pictures I have seen in the past as well. So I think maybe people have a certain amount of like, oh, pictures of me as a kid. And they just know where they are. How do they know where they are? This is is what I'm like. I just like I have pictures that I have uploaded. Like everyone finds a random picture and uploads it to be like, ha, ha, ha. But then it disappears into the abyss of the thousands of pictures you're always making. Did I send you the photo that I don't really have very many photos of myself as a child, I guess. And it was a surprise to me this Christmas. That's true. When we went home I feel was... like I'm not seeing these collages with your face in them. Oh, no. I want some. There's no photos. I want some pictures. I can send you some. There's some amazing ones that got sent to me by Jane recently. It's funny because me... I have like I have pictures of you in high school and I have tons of memorabilia of stuff you've created like your handwritten FBI badge, etc. Uh, throughout the mm-hmm. years. I, horses you drew when you were eight years old, etc. But I don't have pictures from that time. Oh. Um, I just sent you a couple... Oh my god, I'm I'm looking at these photos. Yes, I've n- I've never seen these pictures before. Neither have I. Wait, are these all are these all you guys? You all look the same no. size. No. Okay, so that photograph is my cousin Mariana okay. is all right. the third child over next to my mom. We're standing at Mariana's front porch, so I'll put all these in the Facebook group so everyone can see them cuz I know you all care. <gasps> um yeah. Oh my god, look at you. <laughs> Which one? Let me make sure you're looking at the right person. Uh, this one, the one that's you at the like <laughs> runathon or whatever. Do you want to know what that event is? It's the World. It's Olympics. some sort of field day. Yep, Jane is you. carrying. Jane is, is carrying Jane? the Swiss flag. Yep, she's carrying the Swiss flag. <gasps> How and we, mu- we must have talked about this before on the podcast. But we finish have, talking, we and have. then I would like to discuss the Swiss flag as well. Just to repeat a podcast I'm sure we recorded two years ago. But yes, continue. So, yes. Look at you. Us. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you like that confident stride? One hand in the pocket? <laughs> yes. I have no idea. No, my, no you, idea my photo's like, being taken. You were like, you were like investment banker slash soccer dad. Like, I don't even understand what, um, like, this shirt I'm wearing is. It's oh, a- I can tell you. I can tell you about this shirt you're wearing. It's, it's like, homemade. It's like, it's an, it's like a, it's like a, you draw on it. This was all I ever wore at this age. You, like. You're right. I can see it now. <laughs> yeah, like, maybe there's some sort of stencil, but, like, probably, like, some adult put, like, a stencil on, and then you, like, draw on it. So, yeah, you've, you've, like, etched some hearts around the collar. Which I, I, have. I had this shirt. And then you're wearing a giant name tag that says Amanda Meinke. So no one will ever like doubt that it's that it's you, despite the confidence stride. I just oh, man. I can't believe this. So our little homeschool. Look at your group. hair. I feel like I need to talk about your hair since it's the same hair you have now. How do you what? can you make your bangs do that now? Look how fluffy they are. Yeah, it's called having half curly, half wavy hair and not knowing how to style it at all. But you could, I 
feel like you could do this now and totally be like in the scene where you live. Oh yeah, no, I look I look like I live in Echo Park right now. Yeah, no, like with the with the with the heart collar and everything. And the name ta- and the name tag, let's be honest. And the name tag. <laughs> yeah, so this was our um homeschool group put on an Olympics type thing. So this must be like ninety six, I guess. Yeah. And... So again, a runathon. Mm-hmm. Field and day. We were, we were Switzerland. Um, the other two girls with us are wearing red and white. You might notice we are mm-hmm. wearing the traditional white and blue of America. I guess. I oh have yeah, no, no. no. Jane looks like she's at. Yeah, no. Jane does look like she is at the Winter Olympics, wearing her Ralph Lauren white turtleneck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. This is very Olympics. Minus your top. Yes. Your top is you know, a one. I don't know what fine. I was doing. Very Awana. Anyway, so yeah, that's us at the and my sisters were dying laughing at that that look, that walk I was doing, I yes, guess. Yes. No, you are like, fuck this parade. Let's roll. I feel like I look very uh very calm. Like I had a weed edible or something. But I, I wouldn't like have to I believe ten. <laughs> no, you're very calm because you're like you've been, you know, planning this for weeks. And now it's all happening and everything is going according to plan. And someone else is doing the heavy lifting, literally. And you're just mm-hmm. like pulling up the rear. You know, the crazy thing is I'm almost positive there was some boy at this event that I like was really into. And this was all part of a cute outfit that I put together to somehow impress the him. The ultimate Gene Hackmaning right here in the wild. Gene Hackmaning in the wild for sure. Whatevs. I'm just, you know, Switzerland. <laughs> I'm neutral, baby. You don't even know. I don't even take sides. Man, this picture. <laughs> Is that a Swiss thing? Anyway, Jane found all these and sent us these terrible screenshots of them. So I also enjoyed sharing these on the sister thread or that these were shared on the sister group text because, again, there's only three children that matter and... Right. Those the, three are represented. The last two are like, uh, my YouTube channel, if anyone could like get a like or a subscribe, like, please. <laughs> yo, 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 I appreciate it. Check out my Betrayon. Um, looking forward to providing more quality content. I'm producing videos, music videos, words. Follow so me much, here. So many jump cuts. Um, but yeah, like I said, there's I don't know about that many photos of myself from childhood until this Christmas when we had Christmas together, my family and I. And my mom was like, oh, look, here's 27 photo albums filled with photos of you as a child. And I had never seen any of them. And I felt like were, ta- taking they, them all. Is this because they were in like a storage unit? I think it's because my mom just had them and never put them out or something. There was no explanation for but where they came from. But you're a snoop. I know. They must have been in a box. Or maybe you just forgot about them because you can't remember anything. Very true. Amnesia does have its benefits. Rediscovery. Constant rediscovery is one of those. I have to tell you my Switzerland story, which apologies to our hardcore listeners if this is a repeat. Though if it was, it was from so long ago that if I don't remember, you probably don't either. But when I was in third grade and I was in the Girl Scouts, we participated in a, like, world cultural fair type event. It was like a cultural fair and each tribe was representing a specific country. And then there was this day where we were all going to, and it was almost like a, 
almost like a science fair where we had like boards and stuff like trifold boards explaining about that country etc 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 and um and we would all convene on one day and all these like you know hundreds of girl scouts would all be together and we'd be learning about all these cultures and maybe trying snacks at everyone's booths and then there was also a theater element uh, where you would be each tribe was presenting for I don't know five to ten minutes some sort of theater experience from stage and because we were a very white Chicago North Chicago suburb uh, we thought Switzerland was the best option and I definitely remember thinking like Switzerland was a good country to choose like yeah this is legit like this is super cool this is fancier than us because you know unfortunately Thank you, uh, racial, what's it called? Profiling, bias, prejudice, racism. I, like, I definitely, like, even as a kid, the cultural thoughts were like, Switzerland is, like, your Northern Europe is fancy, Switzerland is fanciest, etc. So anyway, we did Switzerland, just like you. <coughs> And um, I'm pretty sure I wore the same thing. The white turtleneck like had it all happening. And uh, we had chocolate at our little booth for people to try special Swiss chocolate. And we did a theater production and I was a newscaster reporting the news in Switzerland, which was like kind of a precursor because I think I played a new newscaster in like every possible skit role I could for the next 10 years of schooling. But we talked all about uh, like the gross national product and we talked about the politics and that sort of thing. Um, while <laughs> so we were kind of at the front of the stage, me and my co-host, very like uh, SNL style, while behind us people were acting out what might appear in the top like over top right corner of the screen like we were creating a real television experience on stage so yeah your greatest joys realized <laughs> in one event Switzerland yeah we also um had I think a booth where people could come learn about Switzerland and I think we had to learn the Swiss song my mom and I made the Swiss flag it was all very very Nothing compared to, speaking of cultural appropriation, which I'm sure we talked about this on the podcast as well, shout out to the early episodes no one can remember except those binge listeners hitting us up right now. Um, oh, which we have new ones. Welcome new listeners uh, from the Camping World universe that, oh. I was rec- <laughs> that, I was rec- that I was recently featured on. Uh, welcome to the Two Girls Talking Podcast. We feel we fairly represented it in our short time together on the Camping World podcast. So we had some sort of um, Native American field day, similar to, you know, the World Olympics. And every family picked a different tribe to learn about and bring to the table. And it all took place at some sort of campground where there was a lot of teepees. And I remember Mm -hmm. I really wanted to be, I think... The Mojave tribe? I don't know. There was some tribe I really wanted to be. I don't, maybe Anasazi? I'm not sure. 
And my dad was like, no, we're going to be the Navajo. And I was like, I don't want to be the Navajo. So You were like, that's so mainstream. Basically, I was like, everyone's going to be Navajo. We can't do that one. Of course, wanted. I think I wanted to do the one that had been mentioned on the X-Files. So you know where my priorities lie. Since I grew up in the Midwest, there's we have different tribes there. I, of course, was part of something different than Girl Scouts, uh, but similar in practice, called um, Indian Princesses. I've heard about a, this, but we were yes. never part of it. So Yeah, it's a father-daughter thing, and it's part of, like, it's YMCA programming. Um, and you go to, like monthly meetups and then you go on trips sometimes and you sometimes you do outdoorsy things um but a lot of times you do craft things uh and so my dad and I did it for three years uh and we had Indian names so I was hopping bunny and he was bald eagle oh wow which everyone thought was hilarious because he was bald. Oh. Or he was like balding. Yeah. He was like dad style balding. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's weird when I think about it now. And I'm like, he was like in his late 30s. Like yep. not that much older than how old I am now. You I know. know. Like, I know. I think about that a lot. I'm like, oh, my mom had me when she was 28. I was four years old at this point in my mom's life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and... And, and we had, um, my mom made me special. So my mom is an artiste. And she is, she was, truly. She was, she can like, she, she always, like I always, as a child crafter, like never was, like I always felt like I'll never be good because she's really good at everything. Arty. Um, but she puff, she could do like killer work with puff paint. And so she made, she decorate, she decorated some Keds shoes for me that were like hopping bunny themed. That's so, they so cool. They said hopping bunny on them and then they had like a cool silver bunny. So anyway, I was super into my appropriated Indian identity as an Indian princess. Um, and I don't even know why I started. Oh, so our, so our tribe was um, the Potawatomi. Oh, and then in our town was big enough that there was actually two tribes because there were so many girls. Um, and so Chippewa was the other tribe. So it was like kind of like our rival. Yeah. And, um, and we operated independently except when, but like we would go to school together. So like there would be Chippewa girls in your class. I'm surprised they allowed that. Well, you know, it was rough. Yeah. Um, and then when we would go on a retreat, so you'd go on a retreat and then there'd be like hundreds of girls there and you would stay in cabins or like dorms. They were basically dorms. Um, and the girls would all stay in one dorm and the dads would all stay in a, like a different room. That's so weird. And, I wonder what all the dads well, thought. I mean, oh, let me tell you what. The, so the dads were like free weekend yeah. because girls, we would go to bed at like eight cause we were like in second grade or whatever. And then the dads would have like there'd be like there'd be like some sort of like boring dad activity on the schedule, but actually it was them all drinking, a fire water time, yeah, right. No, and like so my tribe. And now that I'm saying this out loud, I'm like for sure I've talked about this before in the podcast. But we have a Facebook group that's like remember the good old like Potawatomi, remember the good old days. And someone posted a couple of years ago. They were like, so just so like 
we're clear on this. Like, for sure, our dads were all, like, getting wasted after we went to bed, right? <laughs> and we were all like, oh, my God. Yes, that is absolutely what was happening. We must like, have talked about this because I think I brought up our senior beach trip and where the first two days, I think, it was like a three-day weekend or something. And the first two days, the dads were our chaperones. And it was like chaos. And it was just like, yeah, do whatever you want. Eat whatever you want. Sleep wherever you want. Like, no rules for our senior class trip. And then the mom showed up on the last day. And all of a sudden, it was like, straighten up, no fly right. No more fun. Because the dads didn't know what was allowed. So they were like, oh, sure, do that, whatever. Because they just wanted to sit around and drink with each other. Right. Well, one of the best things about these retreats was swap night. Oh, my God. You would be so into swap night. So imagine a gymnasium and every girl has brought their little pile of shitty toys, like whatever tchotchkes that they're like decided they don't need anymore. Sure. And everyone's like, like, basically, you just have your little pile in front of you in the gym and you're just walking around and it's basically like trading or like you just you can have this and it's like troll dolls and it's like weird crafty gadgets like it's like every child's dream where like you go into a toy store and you can have whatever you want yes. like it's like that in real life you're at swap night there's no grown-ups around like maybe there's some dads on the perimeter but like no one fucking cares it's all girls so there's no like real like risk involved like it's all like eight-year-old girls who are like too scared to actually demand what they want or like say no so you can really have whatever you want perfect for a killer like you this is you trading tootsie rolls for full-size candy bars in the marketplace the free marketplace capitalism man so the adult version of this i think is clothing swap which i've been invited to many times as an adult and they're like we'll have wine and we'll all change clothes and i'm like first of all none of you bitches wear anything that i could possibly ever stick a leg in so no right like i want to go just for the hilarity of it and be like this looks great watch me awkwardly try to put this on in front of you there's no way it will even fit so part of me wants to do that just just like to just like start pulling pulling on every tank top because like a tank top you can force your body into and you're just like layering (laughs) them on seeing if anyone notices yeah i'm like how drunk and annoying can i become in this evening um let's try to go for a personal best so yeah and then sometimes like other people i know will host like plus size clothing swap night i'm like that sounds depressing too so actually no i'm not gonna be going to that sounds like free clothes yeah i know i feel like you have to swap though so okay so we had a clothing swap at our house once when i lived with carolyn a couple of her friends came over and i was there because i live there and I was there. A great way to describe one's presence at a party. It was so fun. She had a bunch of people over, and I was there. Please continue. I mean, you know, it's Carolyn, so she's used to me just being there, inserting myself into every aspect of her life since since the age of 18. They were having a clothing swap. I was not their size at all, so I wasn't like, oh, fun, a clothing swap. I can't wait to participate. I just was there. Right. Uh, but it was super fun for, like, I I really believed in the spirit of it, 
where like they each had a pile of clothes and they kind of rifled through it and they tried stuff on and then at the end there was like all the stuff that nobody wanted because like here's the thing it wasn't like economics like no one was like uh i will trade you this old navy long sleeve tee from three years ago that says brooklyn racket club on it for this and taylor tank top like no there was not like bartering it was just like here's a pile of clothes i don't want rifle through it and so everyone's just like trying on clothes and like throw yeah well maybe maybe that'd be fun i think that's what a swap means like it there's not i don't think it's like i valued this at x like it's like here's a pile of clothes i don't want and everyone shows up with a pile of clothes they don't want and then you just kind of go around like pulling it on and seeing if you like it and like maybe there's some cute mirrors if you're doing a skit about it and uh yeah so then they all like had a few they had like 10 new items each and then there was a pile of stuff and we just put it all in a bag and that whole bag just went to goodwill so like no one like you didn't like you brought a bunch of stuff you didn't want anymore and you left with only stuff you wanted clothing swaps man i left a bin of clothes at my friend Heather's house when I visited her this summer I was like I cleaned out my truck and now I've left a bin of stuff in your garage is that cool and I was like by the way it's clothes you might be interested in it and of course because she's like obsessed with clothes like three weeks later she was like uh so this morning I decided I was really tired of everything I own and so I went and pawed through your back your you know box of clothes and like she sent me a selfie and she's like wearing one of my dresses that I had been like really into two summers before and I was like this is so fun recently I had to uh ask her to go into it again because apparently one of the things in that box was listed on Poshmark and sold I was like uh I'm 2,000 miles away can you do me a favor seriously oh my god there's there's four dollars to be had here and she, you know, she loves to support a small business owner, so. I was wondering if, since you are now, I don't know how to say this, like a camping world, is it celebrity? Or would you say, like, sort of a, a cause Influencer? Influthinkster? A thinkfluencer, maybe? Readers, she is mugging for the camera with her tan, trying to get that contouring light to do its business. My Kim K light. Kim K totally endorses um the use of a single light again in a dirty trailer to really achieve the results you're looking for irl instagram omg anyway i was just wondering if you wanted to make some introductions for the new listeners or like what oh like hi i'm abigail you might have met me already on the camping world podcast and learned a lot about my trials and tribulations um but you haven't met my co-host amanda who um, I mean, you already know now that she's a big fan of Switzerland and the X-Files. I was going to say, she's a Swiss, na- Swiss nationalist, so uh, that's pretty much all you need to know about her. An expat, <laughs> she, if you will. But she's also super into um, movies and being right about stuff. My only interest, apparently. <laughs> being right about stuff. It's true, I though. mean, <laughs> am I wrong? <laughs> I wouldn't know because I've never started a war or fought in one. But yes, regular listeners, I'll post a link or something to my Camping World interview. What was it like doing a Camping World interview? It seems like a big deal, Abigail. Is it a big deal? Uh, Of course I felt super nervous because like anytime I talk to anyone besides you, I'm like, this feels hard. Um, It is hard. Also, I prepare a lot because I feel like if I'm going to be in something that's going to be like accessible to a wide audience, which apparently I don't feel that way about this podcast. 
podcast. I could tell that you prepared a bunch because um, every time you would pause for breath, Sam would be like, oh, wow, yeah, okay, wow. Like, no one had ever prepared as much or had as succinct, brilliant answers. Well, thank you for calling me succinct and brilliant. I mean, succinct is probably the wrong word. You're right. I applied to... Hey... I applied to a lot of jobs today and I use things like great, efficient communicator. So succinct and brilliant is the same. So thank you. Did you make a whole page where people, prospective employers, could listen to your various podcast uh, appearances and decide for themselves if they want such an illustrious celebrity working at their company? If they want such a succinct, brilliant person. Can they take on an influencer? You know, it's hard to say. It is hard to say. Um... But yeah, no, I prepare because I always feel like if there's a platform where like new people might listen to things I have to say, I like obviously I want to look good, like that's who I am. But like it's not even about that. It's like I want to take advantage of that time to actually like represent like ideas I care about in a way like that people might not have heard them before. Yeah, I like, thought I'm it was like, really I'm- good. And I don't even know. I can't remember if I even had an opportunity to on that interview, but but yeah, that's why I prepare, and so I get really nervous and I stress out about it a lot. And I like, I role play, so I like write out all the possible questions I think I might be asked. I prefer to know the questions in advance, but if I don't know them, then I just write as many as I can. And then when I'm walking, which is you know exercise, I'm getting all my steps. I just like pretend I'm being interviewed. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Super fun. It is. Behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Welcome new listeners. Now you see who I really am. Yes, welcome indeed. But then, yeah, no, I was surprised Sam asked me a ton about this podcast and it totally caught me off guard because... Well, you told me he asked you so much about it, but then when I listened to it, I felt like it wasn't the majority of the episode the way that I had hoped it would be. <laughs> you were disappointed. Uh, the I fact was like, that we it's talked only about like it in- five minutes. Why isn't it the entire hour long episode? What's going on here? I would have died. He said he listened to it, but I don't believe him. I don't believe him either because nobody could listen to this. So it doesn't make any sense. It does not check out. Hey, now we have listeners. Don't put them in some sort of lame category you know who we haven't talked about in a while who graham oh god it's all he wants is us to talk about him i know so shouldn't we do like a little one minute graham baiting to see if he actually listens or not of course he actually listens two weeks ago he called me what episode was it he called me to complain that he wasn't mentioned in the episode but it was something i had said and he wanted to discuss it further and then, but he was, mm. oh no, he, we were talking about someone else and he was like, so, it was like a kid and he was like, so-and-so he was getting jealous. too much play. You haven't That's mentioned right. me in a while. This is why he doesn't deserve we, to be mentioned. I believe we were talking about a four-year-old and something cute they were doing. And Graham, of course, became enraged that someone else was getting any attention at all in his category, I guess, and <laughs> called in to complain to the management instantly. Which is why he is the greatest human being on earth, of course. Well, and I recent well, and it was like it was like literally like the morning the podcast came out, and I don't have voicemail on my phone again, blissfully, and so I just had a missed call from him, and I didn't even connect the dots that it was like a missed call the day the podcast came out. I was like, oh, a missed call from Graham, like standard. Graham loves the phone. Well, and I, and listeners, I'm bad at we the get. Phone. Hu- 
We get like hundreds of calls every day that the podcast comes out. It's like requests for comment, interviews. I mean, the Meghan Markle episode hit this morning and Buckingham Palace was like on the horn within 10 minutes trying to get our info to invite us to the royal wedding. So, I mean, it's hard to keep track of all the different things. So when I called him back, which was like four days later, and I was calling him back to be like, hey, come to Albuquerque. And he was like, I can't. I'm going to Hawaii. And I was like, all right. But then he was like, but he was like, but actually, I have business. This is why I called him. That's when he bitched about the podcast. But then he texted me the other day, and he wanted to fact check what restaurants we had gone to when we went to Hawaii together two years ago. Was that two years ago? It feels like it was like a minute ago. It was a year and a half ago. It was fall of 2016. It was right right after I'd moved into the trailer. Um, And the trailer did not, for the record. For those of you who aren't up to speed on the intricacies of my travel, the trailer itself did not come to Hawaii. We flew there to do dog sitting, which is my dream job. Uh, And so he... He texted me and he was like listed several of the restaurants we went to and he was like, but what was that other one? And I was so impressed because I was like, he's doing this from memory, I think. And I, of Mm -hmm. course, have a hashtag on my Instagram account where I like documented our entire trip. Uh, So he was like, what was the fancy restaurant we went to? And I like searched the Instagram. I didn't know off the top of my head, but I like searched the tag on my Instagram and it was Fett and I texted him Fett and then I told him to search the tag on Instagram Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, just look this up. And he has not responded. But my theory is that he then uh, screenshotted that and sent it to his boyfriend who he's going to Hawaii with and was like, here, do some research. <laughs> because Probably. he he's doesn't, a, he's, he's not great at Instagram. Yeah, he's no, not he... great at like uh, millennial behavior. Uh, but, his boyfriend, but his boyfriend is. So like his boyfriend well, taught him about gifts and stuff. That's good. I'm glad he's uh he's on the, you know, old person train, hook, oh. getting together with the young person. Yeah. No. Graham is definitely an old person. He's an old soul. So yeah, there's some Graham chat. Amanda, what's your joke life moment? God, how do I even frame this? So a while ago, I started a plant consulting business <laughs> on a whim, shall we say? I was reading Twitter and someone said, uh, why do I keep killing office plants? And I wrote back, I don't know why. Well, you, my company like you can saw, handle that. You, <laughs> I saw an you saw an opening. You it. saw an opening. That door was cracked open and you I smelled. I wedged you my, s- my dirt covered gardening shoe right in the door. Um, yeah. So then I ended up doing this whole job for this you know, podcasting office basically where my I did all the plants in the office. Can handle that. <laughs> my company can handle that. And they asked me a lot of questions. I'm sure this was my joke life moment at the time, but they asked me a lot of questions about like how Oh no, you've never talked around. about this because you were trying to like live the lie, man. Yeah, live a lie. Anyway, they kept asking me all these questions about how long my company had been around and all like and I kept being really vague. I was like, Well, I've been working in the private home sector for a number of years. Nope. And anyway, well, I mean, so, your own private home for one year. Exactly. Like five minutes before I started this fake company. Uh, but I thought it would be cool to have a website. So of course I get on the old Wix, fire up the uh, website engine and make myself a pretty good looking website. I oh will yeah. Say. No, it looks, it looks super professional. 
it looks so professional that I've started getting real life inquiries from people being like, can you do plant consulting for me? And and at the bottom of my, the bio thing, it just says like, we service the Silver Lake Los Feliz area, (laughs) but are happy to come meet you where you are. AKA my house. AKA where I live. So this designer wrote me, uh, a week or two ago and was like, Hey, I'm really looking for someone to come in and do plants for this, you know, project. And, um, I was like, yeah, sure. Consultations free, blah, blah, blah. And she again had a lot of questions about projects I'd done former clients. And I was like, well, I've really been consulting in the private home sector mainly, but I've done a number of offices as well. So uh, ma- so many deals you can't uh, produce. I can't even. It's sh- and she was like, "Well, do you have a portfolio?" And I was like, mm, "I don't. Sorry about that." She was like, "Because well, like, of what's course your you didn't take any pictures at the job you did, did you?" Well, the problem was like I didn't think that the styling in there was that great anyway, like the furniture and stuff. So I was like, "Well, this just looks like a plant on the floor. I mean, this doesn't look like anything special." Is the thing, but so but that's I mean, you're not selling a home styling; you're selling a plant styling. Yeah, it was just like... So you didn't take pictures at the one job you had. Got it. (laughs) Nailed it. As per the huge, I'm doing the most to do the least. So, uh, yeah, so I go over to this house, this incredible three-story house to do a consult for this plant thing. And I'm wandering around taking pictures, measuring things, asking questions, muttering to myself, like Latin names of plants, you know, of course, being insane. And she's like, well, you know, and I'm really hoping that maybe you can provide like an ongoing plant service where like they'll just because they're only here like two months out of the year. So maybe you can like they can like text you when they're coming into town and then you'll just bring plants. And I was like, yeah, we can definitely do something like that. Like, sure, my company can handle that. My company can handle that with my broken down car. Sure. Like, let me plants plants. on demand. Plants on demand. Like, did did they text you? They're They're like, we landed at LAX. And then you like have to like. I don't know. There was no specifics. And she was like, well, throw together a proposal and let me know and I'll pass it on to them. So my life is a joke. I'm an interior plant designer to the wealthy and fabulous of Beverly Hills. And I don't know what I'm doing. But this seems like a good lead. Oh, no. Like they will they will hire me to do it. Like they want to hire me to do it. They're just like, yeah, throw together a proposal and we'll do it. Yeah. And, but, um, like, if you get this, like, I'm sure this person who's, like, getting you the job has other clients that also need plants one day of the year. Yeah, for sure. Except she's from San Francisco or something. So she was just down here doing this house. So I was like, eh, whatever. But mm. also, the funny thing was, while I was there, I was overcome by the overwhelming desire to not do anything at all. So I was like, oh, this seems Standard. like a lot of work. So my life's a joke. I made a fake company that I didn't want to do, and now I have to do it because I, people keep finding me on the internet somehow and trying to hire me. Marketing, man. The only thing we're good at. Literally, I didn't even know the website was still up. I went and looked, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is a pretty good website. I would definitely no, contact great. somebody through this. It's great. I talked to one of my other friends, too, who uh, is wanting to kind of dip their toe into app designing. And I was like, well, you could pretend to design me like an app for the plant website and then I'll just put it on the website, like our delivery on demand app coming soon with just like screenshots of it. And I was like, that'll be great because it'll make us seem even more like a real company. Mm -hmm. All right. So my joke life moment, uh, it's actually a twofer. Ooh. 
so I am sensitive slash allergic slash I guess sensitive and allergic are about the same, but also just picky about smells and scents. You are very picky. <clears throat> and like, I don't really like anything scented. Like if it's a candle, I only want it to smell like something naturey, like a tree or a piece of wood or maybe like sand or water. Like I'm not really interested in anything that's like floral etc. If it's uh, dish soap, I like am maybe okay with citrusy, but again, water is like my preferred scent. Lo. Yes. Lo. Is that how you pronounce it, by the way, in French? Jesus Christ. I always regret speaking to you about pretty much anything. This is one of those things I regret. Please continue. Uh, no, I have a low story, sidebar. Um, when I was in French for a decade as a child, mm-hmm. uh, when I was in high school French, uh, everyone in my class had gotten to the point where they were speaking it fluently and I was still awful at it. And we were planning Aww. a party. It was like a year-end party at French club and it was going to be at someone's house and we were all signing up for what we were going to bring. And everyone was signing up and it was like French themed, obviously. Um, and I signed up for Evian water because it's French. And I remember thinking it was very clever. Not even like a scam clever. Okay. Not even like, like I was like, yeah, like this is great. This is like totally French. Like, because at the time there was like even Evian commercials about how it was French. Okay. Yeah. So you thought you were like extra following the rules. And my teacher, Madame, she made so much fun of me and all the time. And the only reason why I knew she was making fun of me, because she spoke French only. So I only ever mm-hmm. understood like one out of six words she said. Uh, but I always knew she was making fun of me because she'd be like, da 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 And I'd be like nodding along and then I'd be like, damn it, this is a drag. <laughs> I'm being dunked on real hard right now. I'm following. I'm following. Oh, this is a personal attack on me. I missed that part. Sorry. My French is no, no good. Je suis désolé. Je suis désolé. désolé. Uh, um, So I am picky about sense. And so that's like baseline knowledge. Uh, and so for deodorant, I'm also picky about texture, mostly because scent. So like any solid bar deodorant, like the normal deodorant that people use, this like it smells really like strongly to me of deodorant, and I hate the smell. Um, but if it's something like a gel or a spray that kind of like absorbs into the skin in a different way and like dries, then it's I can handle that a lot more. So I use Secret Gel. And uh, I was out, so I went to the pharmacy to get more. And uh, it was like one for five ninety nine or two for seven ninety nine. And I thought, you know what? I'll get two. I will like s- like save money by getting two, and then like I'll remember that I have two. So when I run out, blah blah blah. blah. And I look, and I happen to have a cold. And so I was like also getting mucinex. Maybe that's why I did this. But 
when I looked at the labels, I saw completely clean as one of the options. And I thought, that's what I like. Completely clean. It's that's uh, completely clean. That's like their water smell, whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. And I got home and, and you put it on. Is there unscented scent? Yeah. So exactly. I got home and I put on completely clean and I was like disgusted, repulsed. Smells like deodorant. Like it is like the sharpest, like it's like you're in a deodorant commercial, like the sharpest smell of like a high school boy putting on some deodorant so he can go play football. Like it's the worst. Readers, I have to interject here and say that it's completely clean as a very lightly scented, minimal deodorant product. So your Ugh, mileage may vary. Awful. Um, and I like opened my drawer and sure enough, the one that was empty was unscented. And I was like, God, yes. like why? Did, like I was like, was there not an unscented there? Was it because I was like, how did this sick? happen to how me? How did this happen to me? And now I have two of them, which by the way, I'll be sending both of them to you, Amanda, because I know that you need deodorant at, I any, only, at any given time. I but I only like the unscented one too because you oh, made you me like crazy com- when I lived with you. And so now I care about scented things too. Wait. I don't wear scented things very often except perfume what if I know you, that I'm not going to be around people. What do you mean I made you crazy? Like you decided that I my care. opinions were correct? Yeah. Oh. Like I didn't care before that. And I was like, well, and also because I lived with you, if I wore anything that smelled like anything, you'd I be was like, like oh, I'd be like, oh, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> Yeah, you'd literally, like, mime throwing up. You'd cover the back of your, like, you'd cover your hand, mouth with your hand. Like, you'd be like, I'm sorry, I just, I'm not, I'm not trying to, I just, mm, and then you'd run away like a pregnant woman who doesn't know she's pregnant in a rom-com, is what it would be like. Okay, related, part two of my twofer. Not three days before this happened, I had run out of dish soap, and I went to the shop co in the little tiny town where I was camping, which was, like, the only, like store that sold things. Um, and I usually use, uh, Mrs. Myers dish soap, but they didn't have any Mrs. Mrs. Myers dish soap at the shop co, even though they had Mrs. Myers all purpose cleaner, which I thought was weird. I was like, how does the supply chain work if we're stocking the all purpose cleaner, but not the dish soap? Did you write to the company? I mean, how many exchanges the CEO have you had about this today? I was going to, but then I heard some murmuring around the people working there that the shop was being closed. Like, that location was getting shut down. And it's a small town that has, like, two businesses to employ people. And so it was kind of like a tornado situation. And so I decided to not do a bunch of skits about where's the Mrs. Myers dish soap. Kick them while they're down. So instead... I purchase seventh generation, which is also like biodegradable, healthy, whatever, whatever. And the flavor was free and clear, which sounded unscented, clean, whatever. And it is the smell itself. Very like, like unscented. You can't smell it. Unfortunately, I am apparently allergic to it. Oh, no. Anytime I use it, so anytime I spray it on my dishes and I'm doing my dishes, I start sneezing, my eyes water. It is a entire, like, histamine reaction. You have to throw it away, dude. This, oh, I gave it to Aaron. 
I showed up at Erin, listener of the pod. I showed up at her house and I saw that she used it and I was like, perfect. And I like brought in my bottle uh, and I will be getting Mrs. Myers here in the big city I'm in where they have it. But I couldn't believe it because it's like supposed to be so like healthy or whatever right like it's like no chemicals no nothing but like I don't know if it's because they use some sort of like plant-based something that I'm allergic to that plant but it's like straight like and it's happened because I have it in a spray bottle because that's how I use dish soap I like put it in a spray bottle with water so I've been using that up um I gave her the full bottle and I'm using this up and it like if as long as I just spray like one time and then mostly use hot water I just sneeze. It doesn't get like all like crying and stuff, but it's like that dramatic. And I'm like, what is in here? Anyway, so that's my joke life moment. Uh, I am allergic to seventh generation free and clear dish soap. And also I can't uh, purchase the only thing I care about correctly. So my life is a joke. P.S. Go Switzerland. What fresh hell is this? You know? I hear you, man. Um, listeners can find us at twogirlstalking.club. We have really cool stuff on that website because we're both marketing wizards. Um, I think it we has make websites maybe a... that that do it all. Yeah. So this website is a place where you can join our Facebook group, where you can see photos of me as a child while you listen yes. to this podcast. Because I know that's what everybody really wants. Um, you can I'll check out the a, chitter I'll chatter. A, I'll post a link to the um Camping World podcast episode that I was yes. on. Oh, also that can be in the show notes. For sure, it is. There's a lot of things in the show notes. Show notes now contain what we talked about more or less. So pretty cool, pretty nifty. Fifty something episodes in. Um, no, I used to do really good show notes. I used to do uh, links to everything, and I would even be like, "Here are the movies we talked about. Here's the music we talked about." Yeah. Oh, so it's just my there failure. A, I see. There was a time. No, I quit like a year ago. Yeah. There was um, a time and a place. A, there was a time and a place, and this is neither the time nor the place. Uh, Yeah, so yeah, join our Facebook group. Uh, Write your feelings in the box is something we haven't talked about a lot, but there's a space for you on the website to submit your own joke life moments, and I feel like you guys as listeners have been slacking off on that, and we haven't heard that much billboard rage from you guys, so step it up is what I'm saying, or we're going to stop publishing again. This is a three-person job. Yeah. It's me, me, it's Amanda, and you. And you, the listener. You are the most important part of this triangle trifecta of awesome. So step up and don't